If you're like me, your weekend plans include kicking back, watching some live sports, and it really doesn't matter what sport you're watching. It's always fun to have a little bit of action. Personally, I have my Week 16 eye on that Monday night matchup between Miami and New Orleans. This is why I recommend downloading the WinBet app right away. Whether you're a recreational player or a serious handicapper, WinBet is your ticket to everything exciting. Whether you're a recreational player or a serious handicapper, WinBet is your ticket to every exciting wager from straight bets to parlays, teasers, any exotic prop wager that you can come up with. And the app is so easy to use. And everybody knows that Win is one of the biggest and best brands in the gaming industry. So get off the sidelines, join in on the action. Download the WinBet app right now. Download it on Google Play or the Apple App Store and put yourself in the game with WinBet. Terms and conditions at winbet.com. You do have to be 21 or older and present in the state where playthrough WinBet is available. If you or somebody you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Hour number two of the last regular show of the year for me. I'm Jim Rome, coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage Studios. Whether you want to buy a home or refinance your current home, Rocket can. It is the year in review. Brian Weber is in for me tomorrow, which I appreciate. Welcome back. Nice to have you here. Well, we finished hour number one, and we're starting the month of March. Not good. Below not good. Let's get to it. The Dodgers found their ceiling in 2021. But do not forget the Dave Roberts gang got the World Series ring in 2020. And Doc knows exactly why that was. Dave, it's so good to have you back. How are you? Romy, my man, I'm doing great. First off, I want to thank you for the jungle karma that led to a 2020 World Series championship. So thank you, my friend. And it's good to reconnect with you. Hell yes, my man. I don't know that they needed the karma. And for the one millionth time, I do not root for the Dodgers. I like the Dodgers. I love Dave Roberts. But I was very happy to see him hoist that big piece of metal. There's not a better guy in Major League Baseball. So you are welcome, Skip, even if I had nothing to do with it. The beef segment is always one of my favorite moments of the week. And more often than not, it absolutely crushes. The only downside of that happening is it sometimes puts our update anchors in a tough spot. I wind up feeling like Indiana Jones on some kind of quest to find some ingredient that only they know about. While you're out, and by the way, you're like pulling into the driveway. Can you uh, pick up some wattle seed? All right, you know what I need? I need some uh, fennel flour. Erica Herskowitz. Erica, I am so sorry that that beef segment made me so late. Sports Flash. I loved it. And uh, the last one I do nightly, so I can relate. See, that's the best thing about our anchors. They roll with the chaos. So big shout out to Erica. Andrew Bogish, and Sir Richard Smackerman, and the rest of the CBS Sports Radio Update anchors. Happy holidays. They're all pros, pros. And we ran a promotion in March giving away Paramount Plus subscriptions. Inevitably, as soon as we start to give something away, all the hacks come out. Like the king of the hacks himself, Wells. Can I get that Paramount prescription thing, please? Me, my wife, Cardboard Rome, my dog, my kid, we can all be watching TV for the next year. Please make it happen, Rome. Please. No Paramount prescription for you. Nice try, though. Absolutely not. No Wells. No prescription for you. The prescriptions that you need are for diet pills, Chubbo. Just kidding. Just messing with you, Wells. (laughs) Everybody knows that you can get diet pills over the counter. Still messing with you, Chubbo. Still messing with you, Wells. (laughs) 
subscription, not prescription. Now, I will not go as far as calling her the queen of the hacks, but Margot in Buffalo did not do much better than old Wellesie. Hi, Margot. How are you? Hello. Hello. So this is going to be Margot from Buffalo v. Parody Larry. Ode to Jim Rowe. Oh. Oh, give me Jim Rome in the conference. Ah! No. Oh, 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 like oh, Margo. Like Somehow that was a win for Parody Larry, and he didn't even call. Come to think of it, that's really the best way for Larry to catch a dub. Everybody wins, though, when my dude Vincent Goodwill joins the program. And on this particular visit, the talented journo did what he always does. He dropped some knowledge. He was not talking hoops, though. He was talking peeps. Now, I come from a house where people have eaten peeps and have told them that to their face, Jim Rome, that they were terrorists. People who eat peeps, along with candy corn, are terrorists. I think we have to make a distinction between peeps and candy corn, all right? Candy corn is strong. Peeps are ass. <laughs> Jim, you might just be a terrorist. Hey, man, my man. He is right about one thing. If you like peeps, you are either a serial killer or Garrett Ritt. And trust me, you don't want to be either one of those things. From the very beginning, music and the jungle have gone hand in hand. That is, until the jungle was introduced to avoid, as in avoid the band, as in the avoid band that did this. And the rocket's red glare, the bombs bursting in air, gave proof through the night. Danny, my man, my ears are bleeding all over again. Please let that be the very last time I ever hear that tragic rendition. The lead singer, Benny, caught wind of me clowning him like that, and he loved it so much, he called the show to explain exactly what happened. Dude, I'm nervous, man. The front man of the band, Avoid, Benny Scholl. Benny, brother, is that you? Bro, you have me in the flesh right now. Oh my God, dude, this is incredible, man. Dude, I am nervous. How you feeling right now? I mean, I don't know, man. Like, I can't, you know, nothing could be more nervous than being told you're singing the national anthem on two weeks, less than two weeks' notice, having a whole rendition planned for, and then five minutes before they tell you your right hand man can't even play with you. So, other than that, this is actually pretty easy. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. It's a good dude. Really good dude. Terrible anthem singer, but a good dude. He ended up, and he still blows me up. He'll still hit me up on Instagram. He'll message me. He wound up inviting me to a video shoot in Malibu, which I politely declined. We's uh, previously engaged. I told Benny that I would be avoiding that shoot. <laughs> oh my. You like that, Benny? You like that? <laughs> I'm oh a pretty funny guy, eh, Benny? <laughs> my dude, oh happy my. new year. Happy new year, bro. Sincerely, to you and the band. Another thing that I wish I could avoid... Are your so-called clever phone calls like this one from Tommy from NC? Hey, Jim. First time. Long face. I wanted to thank you for that interview with Alabama head basketball coach, Eight Oats. Sorry if I sound a bit <clears throat> hoarse dealing with a little hay fever. Anyways, I don't want to stir up any controversy, but I think the Crimson Hyde are the best team in the SJP, even though they have a, such a tro schedule. Oats is doing such a good job 
I think he should run for Mar. It's not a question of if, but Winnie will make the NCAA turn a Philly take them all the way, or will, will he be saddle when they lose? I don't know. It's really clever stuff there. Uh, one quick point of clarification. It's Mare, not Mar. Like, it made sense the way you wrote it, but not the way you said it. You follow? But then again, it doesn't make any sense either way because why the hell would Nate Oates run for mayor? Dude's a damn good basketball coach at a top 10 program. He's got enough going on right now. He doesn't need to run for Mar. Another Arizona Cardinal came through in March. DJ Humphreys, find me a better dude. You will not. That's what it's like to be an offensive lineman. Um, for me, though, Jim, I'm telling you, if you never ever need an interview, man, you hit my phone. You can call my personal line, man. I get on here for you anytime, Jim. Oh, man. But no, nah, man, this, this O-line game is different, man. Please don't be confused at all. Like, I'm, I'm out there trying to bite people's faces off first, but I'm going to laugh after. I love this guy so much. This show will always make room for DJ. And apparently, we love all DJs because Daniel Jeremiah is on that same exact list as well. Good guys who will always have a place in the jungle that I will always try to run down. I appreciate you, dude. I just need to get, we need to do a new print of the shirts. I need some huge wear. I need that tank top. I used to rock it all the time. And then I think I got some mustard on it and had to put it out to pasture. But we got to reprint those. Dude, I love it. A special edition run. Daniel Jeremiah, what a pro. He appreciates this show and he brings it every single time he comes on. And I appreciate him so much. Back to the Joes. As in the next kook in a long line of self-glossers to get run right the hell out the program. Bob. Hey, Bob, how are you? Hey, Jimmy. You know, actually, they call me the smokehouse. Oh, I can't wait to find out why. Oh, it's because I got all this meat hanging. You know, not a very good call. I just don't think that the jungle can handle all that smoke smokehouse more likely i don't think the jungle wants any of your smoke smokehouse this is happily a smoke-free zone at least until that call back to the pros one of the most legendary pro hoopers james buckets don't ever try jimmy coffee cups like this one reporter did does it feel like you're coalescing as much as the record shows don't do that come on now what the hell does that mean? That is an amazing exchange. Come on, man. Don't do that. What the hell does that mean? Nobody is impressed with your vocab, bro. Don't do that. Least of all the scariest, baddest dude in the room. Don't do that. Like, that was a reason to go. Like, he was so mad. Don't do that, man. Essentially, what you think you're better than mean? me. What the hell does that mean? It means you're awesome, Buckets. Unfortunately, there is just no way to recap the month of March. In the jungle, without talking, and wait for it, all together now, coming in three, two, one, and burp fart. I still do not understand why anybody wanted my thoughts on that. I'd rather rant for an entire week about Mike Glennon's neck than give you a single thought or reaction on the so-called burp fart. Other than it happens. Yeah, it happens. happens to us all. Happens to us all. On a more positive note, however, I want to thank somebody special to our operation, the person who applies and removes my face cake every single day, 
Our stylist, Cindy, means way more than that to all of us, though. She's also a health nut. She's the one that jumped on the mic back in March to try to help a helpless cause, a.k.a. Old Man Ritz Diet. Ritz should switch to hot cacao and add some mushrooms. All right, so what did you say? Hot cacao? Yes. What is that? It's a healthy alternative. Uh Uh-huh, to hot chocolate. Yes, from the same bean. From the same bean. I want to hear more from her in the future, but we made the most of all seven words that she uttered on the air. Unfortunately, that sound advice fell upon deaf ears because unless she's dipping that cacao into actual milk chocolate, then covering it with chocolate sauce, Rit ain't get anywhere near it. But Cindy does amazing work. I mean, just look at me, right? It's not like I give her a hell of a lot to work with. Cacao. Right around that time, a photo emerged on social media. A photo of a certain handsome, tanned man with two young ladies on the back of his motorcycle. And that man was, well, me. Tan smack. You're watching on CBS Sports Network. How you like me now? Obviously, I'm kidding. I wish that were me. If that were me, I'd post it every single Throwback Thursday and Flashback Friday. And way back when on Wednesday. And that's really me on Tuesday. And must be nice Monday. And I would not be kicking it in this dingy, cockroach-ridden studio from 9 to noon every single day, man. I'd still be cruising Highway 1 on my hog with my ladies. Let's go to April, quickly. We started April by talking to a jungle favorite, the freaking mayor. Sean Casey, Case, has stories for days, but this one was an all-timer, even by the mayor standards. A naked Pete Harnish is walking past Johnny Bench. So I'm like, just got like told by Johnny Bench I'm late for the season. So now I'm like, I'm like so scared. And then Pete Harnish, it goes walking by, buck naked. I don't know if you ever see Pete Harnish. It's not like a, a Arnold Schwarzenegger in his prime body, you know what I mean? So he, and he's going, has anyone seen my toothbrush? Has anyone seen my toothbrush? Wow. And then next thing you know, Harnish walks by me and there's a toothbrush hanging out his butt. And I'm like, this is unbelievable. The man is a treasure. Find me somebody who would not grab a beer with that guy or six. Hey, remember when Alvin was taking every Thursday off? Working from home every Thursday? Yeah, I don't want to either. But he did. And it happened. And Ritt ran the board. And at that time, he managed to pick a fight with a 15-year-old kid, Gavin. I was calling to accept your invitation to the Gavin v. Ritt showdown. Game on. What's that? (laughs) Gavin, that's just Ritt pushing buttons. Ignore the old man. Okay, sorry. I was here to accept the Gavin v. Ritt showdown. Here's some advice, Ritt. Start getting up at 2 a.m. so you can do your water aerobics or that fake slow-motion karate old people call exercise. Make sure and take your pain meds too too that early because hopefully they kick in by the time I eat your old, dusty, mummified carcass all the way to the Grand Canyon. (laughs) So good. The kid roasted old man Ritt like the giant turkey that he is. Except like all others before him, he got drunk on his jungle fame. He should have quit while he was up by three scores, but Gavin didn't, and it ended badly for him. You still suck at your job. Maybe that laser beam of light reflecting off your big bald head is binding you of the fact that the show is so much better when you're not on the controls. 
Anyway, Rome, I need to talk about something I saw on Twitter the other day. One of those boomers charging at me is good old Manny and Oxnard. Quote, whipping that teenager live on air in the jungle. Let's hear it then, Manny. I advise staying in your cave on... Sorry, sorry, Rome. Messing up there because I'm a stupid 16-year-old. Ah! Poor Gav did not stand a chance. We were all pulling for the kid, but he just never had a chance. Congrats, Rit. You successfully bullied a teenager. Do you tailgate student drivers on the freeway, too? Don't answer. Thank you. It's also back. You're welcome. It was also back in April when Paul Pierce let all of us know about his world. Probably by accident, although I'm not really sure. Let him hear your accent. Say hi, accent. Hi, guys. She's from Istanbul. From Turkey's. We've been to Turkey's before. Did you like it? Wow. Yeah, that IG Live had some serious consequences for the truth, but I'm not here to judge because I think that we all thought the same thing watching that train wreck. Damn, our lives are boring. Say hi, accent. But at least the majority of us don't spend our days prank calling a nationally syndicated radio program as a fictional character. Mickey in Anaheim. Hey, Mickey, what's up? Hawaiian Tropic Rome. How the heck are you, buddy? Oh, wow. It's Mickey Mouse. Incredible. The mouse is up in here. What's up, Mick? Oh, man, I got one heck of a beep today, you know? What is it with these freaking celebrities you hire? Hanging with hookers, rolling a block, allegedly. And look, for the record, we knew he was trouble, okay? I put Pluto on him to follow him everywhere. But damn it, Pluto's got the con problem too, Rome. Ah. I'm actually not sure why Albie ran Mickey in Anaheim. Not only is the guy a legend, I feel like Pluto's weed problem pretty much qualifies as major breaking entertainment news. So, Mick, next time you've got a giant scoop and I can get some run and some clicks, go ahead, hit us back. My dude, Chris Beard, had a gigantic 2021. He brought Texas Tech back to the dance for a third straight time. Then he landed an enormous job back at UT. He also might have delivered the single best jungle take of 2021. If there's anything wrong with McDonald's, I don't know about it. Uh, the drive through was efficient. The coffee was on point. Um, and anybody that tells you they don't like an Egg McMuffin is not telling you the truth. I mean, who doesn't like an Egg McMuffin? That, that's, uh, I feel strongly about that. I don't care what neighborhood you're from, um, what age bracket you're in. If you're not down with the Egg McMuffin, you're not a truth teller. My man, if you're not down with the Egg McMuffin, you are not a truth teller. Chris Beard is so good, has always been so good, always will be. And the McMuffins, they pretty much are the truth. They're not as good as what we had today, but they are the truth. Otherwise, my man would not say it unless it were true. All right, let's take a break. We will come right back. The year in review. Moving along really nicely. So I've got a question for you. Why is Old Trapper Beef Jerky so amazing? Well, there is something to be said for a family business which stands by quality and produces the world's finest beef jerky. Do not be fooled by any other brand. All beef jerky is not the same. Make sure you choose Old Trapper where you can actually see the quality right through their iconic clear view packages. Every single bite of Old Trapper is tender. It's never tough because they use only the best ingredients from their lean strips of beef. Seasoned with top quality spices to their real wood-fired smoke, Old Trapper delivers quality in every single bite and old trapper beef jerky comes in four amazing flavors you have old-fashioned classic beef jerky flavor exceptionally tender 
You have teriyaki with the yellow label, where Old Trapper turned the flavor dial to 11. Hot and spicy, with a spice so nice, you'll want to snack twice. And peppered. Grab and go with a 4-ounce bag or load it up with an 18-ounce bag so there is enough for the entire team. If you don't see it, just ask for Old Trapper by name because no other jerky compares Old Trapper. What's your beef? You're listening to The Jim Rome Show. Welcome back. If you're watching on CBS Sports Network, there is your crew. Alvy, lower left, chalk in the back row. It is our year in review. We are live. All right, so really quickly, the one thing you should be doing is listening to our weekly podcast, the original side hustle, the Jim Rome podcast. Especially check out the one that's live right now, Bill Polian, Ep 203. Now, if you had been listening to some of the others, you would have known that Ben Askren, who I love, but was in deep with Jake Paul for their fight. And it had the potential to end very badly for Ben, which is exactly what happened. Ben, unfortunately, with the loss and the way it went down, there'll be a level of ridicule that comes with it undeservedly. Were you prepared for that coming probably, in and what's coming, deserved. essentially? Probably deserved. Why, why do you feel that way? I got knocked out by Jake Paul. It's embarrassing. <laughs> Askren's amazing, man. Never has there been a guy who's had misfortune or something bad happen and deal with it better than he has. So, yeah, that's pretty rough. But as bad of a night as it was for Ben, it did not come close to being the worst night for any single individual that wasn't Ben. What I'm trying to say is this guy. Look at, look at, he looks like a Adonis. He looks like, he looks beautiful. He looks in shape. The way he's got move side to side. Move the head. Move the head side to side. Don't smother yourself. Keep your distance. Keep your distance. Throw your punches long. And you can take down the USSA. <laughs> Obviously a pretty big night for YouTube stars and for the jungle. We gained an epic drop. The night will fade, but Dadonis like will live on forever here in the jungle. Trust me. He looks like a Speaking of legends in the jungle, Steph Curry, the three-point goat, the walking bucket, made his return right at the end of the regular season, and he shared his thoughts with us on a tough year for the Dubs. We weren't picked very high at all. The Western Conference rankings and our season started off kind of slow, getting blown out uh, by some really good teams. And that's when you heard all the chatter, personally and as a, as a team, and blocking all that out and just, again, figuring out a way to to make the necessary adjustments, find you know the best version of what we can be, what I can be right now, um, and making that the priority. That's how you lock in into the moment. And, you know, the other stuff is kind of just the entertaining part of this business. No matter how much you accomplish, it seems like it's you know always that "what have you done for me lately" type of vibe. And at the end of the day, you've got to have that confidence in yourself that you know what you're about and that it'll show throughout the course of the season. Freaking legend, Steph. Last year might not have been the year they were hoping for, but Steph stayed locked. And this season, they are a monster. He's a monster, and Raymond Ritter is a monster. Man's game. He's having a bounce-back year. So are Peyton and Eli. They're getting a lot of love for their Monday Night Football Manning cast. But we know one guy who still hates Eli, Doug Ellen from Entourage. My cell phone rings, and it's Eli Manning of my favorite team, and who just won the Super Bowl. He wants to be on the show. 
what do you think I'm going to say? So I write a whole script. I start calling Eli back. No return call. Nothing, nothing, nothing. I finally call agents, and I'm like, yo, what the f***? We're supposed to shoot in like four weeks. The guy is not calling me back. So his agent said, now it's a year later. I think they lost to the Vikings in the playoffs. He said, Eli really wants to focus on football. I'm sure you understand. And I basically was like, no, I don't understand he may be richer than me, he may be more famous than me, but I worked just as hard as him. And to write a script that works for Eli Manning was not that easy. And Wahlberg was there, which is not normal for him to be at the office. And he's like, what's the matter? I'm like, I, these guys just, I'm not sure what to do. He said, what if Brady and I do it? I said, all right, that'll solve all the problems. And that's what we did. Dude, what a great story. My man, Doug, that is a great story. Yes, you got screwed by Eli. Pretty nice, though, to have Tom Brady and Mark Wahlberg to fall back on. I'll tell you this, though, Doug, better to get stiff by Eli Manning than to have to actually talk to Rex Lee on the show like I did. Yeah. Well, was that a question? Doug won't yeah. like that. He likes <laughs> Rex. So. Maybe not a good question. Anyway, Doug was great. He was awesome on the podcast. The Eagles have been surprisingly competitive this year under first-year head coach Nick Sirianni. Why? Well, it's pretty obvious. Rock, paper, scissors. I played a couple of them at rock, paper, scissors. Right? That was as easy as that. Rock, paper, scissors. Let's see how competitive you are. I'm competitive. I'm going to be talking trash to him. Did you talk trash back to me? Right? How do you think I hired Shock? He and I played a game of paper football. What Simon says and musical chairs didn't want any of that, coach. I mean, I understand it's a copycat league and all. Whoever's coaching the Jags next year probably ends up having the prospects that they're looking at play patty cake or capture the flag at the combine. If there was ever an award as the underrated take from a caller of the year, that would be pretty dumb, right? Because that name barely makes sense. But if it did exist, it would definitely go to this guy in Wisco. Take it away, Jake. Hey, I just wanted to say, uh, I think you ought to think about making a tour stop down in old Rockford, Illinois, where the population never changes. Because every time a baby's born, a daddy leaves town. You see, that's the best part about the urine review, catching all the things that fall through the jungle cracks. So we've got some different dudes that call into the program, but different does not even begin to describe this dude, Jeff in Southfield. I told you we would be hearing more from this legend. No, but in all seriousness, hey, Trapper, rest in peace. And what I mean by that is, Stay in your coffin and shut up. Never wrap it. Water the smell of smack of spring. You clones were not happy about that. And I could see why you were not happy about that. He meant it as a joke. Maybe a really bad joke, but a joke. Anyway, RIP, my guy. Speaking of old friends, I used to have Heisman Trophy winner Eddie George on the program back in the day. They were always good days. What was not a good day, though, was sitting through this bizarre phone call from Mike in Ashland. Tell Eddie George that uh, I'm, I'm glad I'm not playing against him because he'd run right over the top of me if I was. I used to play football about, about 40 years ago. But, uh, yeah, that guy was tough, man. I mean, he ran right over people. Wasn't he in the Super Bowl that one year with Tennessee and St. Louis? That's not a good call. No. You don't like that call. I don't like that. I thought that it was about to be some random beef, but it was just some hacky garbage. The old, yeah, I played high school football 100 years ago. It's a good thing I didn't go up against Eddie George. Why would you ever have gone up against Eddie George? Because you played high school football 100 years ago? 
Look, I don't mind hearing complaints outside of the beef segment, though. They just have to be good complaints. Yo, Jim, I'm good, but I'm heated, man. Let me tell you something. Where I live in my neighborhood, all these dudes, these wannabe homeowners who think that they can do these DIY projects love to borrow my damn tools. And I'm sick and tired of these dudes returning them dirty, but I know they listen to your show, and I'm sick and tired of it. I pay good money to buy nice tools. Hey, Jared, I have a tool for you. A hammer. In fact, here's a second one. The word no. Use it. Problem solved. All right, when we come back, we get into the month of May. Welcome to the Urine Review. Good to be here. Time now for a sports update. Here you go. Here's Greg Caserta. Sports Flash. All right, Jim, week 16 begins tonight when the Titans welcome the Niners to town. Tennessee's dropped three of four while San Fran's turned its season around by winning five of six. Jimmy Garoppolo says throw the records out the window. There's a lot of good things. Uh, a lot of things to improve, too. It's just, you know, December football, It's you never know which play is going to determine your season or, or that game. And just uh, you're trying to be perfect. We all are at this point. But, uh, you know, that's why you got to love it. Live from Southern California, this is the Jim Rome Show, the year in review on CBS Sports Radio. Dell Technologies New Year event helps you save up to 45%. Transform your workspace on high-performance computers featuring Windows 11 Pro with powerful hardware-based security. Call an advisor at 877-ASDEL. All right, so continuing with your interview in May, I did miss a couple of shows, which is pretty unlikely for me, or unlike me. Unheard of, actually. No, it was not one of those safaris where you come back with a brand new face. No, it was not plastic surgery of any kind. Not rhinoplasty. Not calf implants. Not butt implants. No tummy tuck. No Botox. Nope, I did not take a trip to visit my bastard tan smack kids. Just a few of the many guesses that you had as to why I went AWOL without any warning whatsoever. It was because I had a double hernia. Not one, not one, not two. That's two for me. It's two for me. It was not good. It's two for Below me. not good. But you know, I did bounce back pretty quickly. A temporary setback for an enormous comeback. And... I'm only missing work if I'm truly jacked up. And I knew one day that when the pain got so bad that six Advil did not help and I broke out in a cold sweat on the air, it was time for me to take the spike and get right, which I did. And then I came back just in time to be greeted with this touching tribute to Old Trapper from Mark in Humboldt. So my dad is 72 years old, had a stroke, Hmm. lost the use of his legs for diabetes, so he's been in bed for four months, and he went from 220 to 120, and we couldn't find a reason to, to get him to eat. But I lay in bed with him, and we listen to your show, and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to go down to the store, and I'm going to get a bag of Old Trapper. Sure enough, 
We eat a bag of Old Trapper every single time I lay in bed with him and listen to you. That's the only thing he eats. That right there is the healing power of Old Trapper. But not everybody was buying that heartwarming story. And by not everybody, I mean Johnny the Scab. What's up, Jimmy? Hey, yesterday that maniac called the jungle and claimed Old Trapper beef jerky saved his legless father's life. You know, Billy Mays cutting a boat in half and putting it back together with Flex Seal thinks this sales pitch is a little over the top. The next time you need some free product, how about you leave your old man and his stumps out of it? Just because Dad sucked down too many 72-ounce big golfs, we're supposed to feel bad? I'm not going to sit here and be remorseful for someone that earned a handicap placard through type 2 diabetes. Unwar laying in bed all day with your dad eating... Johnny, dude, there's a difference between calling BS on somebody and setting another human being on fire before crapping on the ashes. Like, there is such a thing as going too far, and you, dude... Went way too far. Thankfully, Johnny realized it and called back the following week. Hey, Johnny, what do you have to say for yourself? Hey, Jimmy, you know, about that call last week, I just, you know, I just want to apologize to Mark and Humboldt for absolutely nothing. The diabetes smacker does whatever the hell he wants. Blind people, you're next. The best part about that clip is it's the last time you'll hear that guy's voice on the year in review. You have my word. The month of May also brought in Melissa in West Virginia, a really good lady clone, maybe too good. As a female clone and for maybe the other clones, can you undo like those nice blue shirts you wear, like a button or two for us? I mean, we love sports, but we want to see some skin, Jim. You're a handsome guy. You've been in the business a long time. You know your stuff. Your assistants back there are awesome also, but, you know, some skin, sir. (laughs) Some skin, sir. Not only did she get racked, she nearly pulled a golden ticket for that. And I should have pulled the trigger because that was one of the better phone calls I have ever taken on this show. Now, at the opposite end of that very same spectrum, we have this. My man, John. Hey, Jim, how you doing? I can't thank you enough for all the grateful things you've done for us through this pandemic and everything like that and for giving us the gifts. And and by gifts, I mean legends. And by legends, I mean this guy. Hey, Jim, what's going on, man? Snack. I'm in New York uh, bringing a little bit of liquid gold to my man, John. Here in New York. (laughs) If you could not figure that out. That was John in New York and Parody Larry on a tandem call. Hey, John. Unfortunately, regrettably, at least Larry understands that pulling a stunt like that is the only way he's ever going to get on. But even if you do, you're still getting run, Lawrence. You know this. Now, if you're a newer listener, a lot of this probably confuses you, and that's fine. Everybody goes through it. However, not every newbie Calls up here looking to get themselves a, quote, golden nugget. It's good to have you on the show, William. How are you? Hey, great. How are you? I'm great. Great. What's up? Uh, I was going to go ahead and I was going to try to see if I could uh, reach out to Jim about those golden uh, sp- yeah, golden nuggets for the sport event uh, events that you guys have going on. You're ready for the golden nugget? Yes. For what? Um, I believe it was either one coming up uh, on Saturday. You got it, William. You got it. Stay on hold, William, so you can claim your golden nugget. Ah! 
I love how my man wanted a golden nugget for that sports event that you guys have coming up on Saturday. Sounds crazy, but that call actually was a good thing because it shows that there's always new blood in the jungle. We love new listeners. We just need them to understand that we're not giving away any golden nuggets here. You get golden tickets for the smack off. And you'll hear a lot more about the smack off very soon. I hope. I think. Another tip for the new callers. You do not always have to make sense to get racked. You just have to make it better. John in Philly. It's good to have you, John. How are you? Jim, if I was any better, I'd be two people. We got stupid times two in Pennsylvania. We got the Pirates game. And then we got this thing going on in Philly. The popcorn rain. Popcorn rain. Popcorn rain. What's wrong with these guys? Every time Philly could step up and do something right, we end up putting our foot in it. I still have no idea how or why, but popcorn rain caller did make it better. Popcorn rain. Popcorn rain. It was right around this point in May when Smack Off 27 was announced, which marked the official start of Smack Off season, a.k.a. the best season, and that means a few things. The big upside is that the RSVP start coming in from the known callers. The fact that those established names used the week or two prior to the actual event is kind of a way to test out their new material. You could call this the uh, next montage. The cutting room floor, however, is what that really is. Ah, man, I wanted to be the uh, the first to RSVP to this thing. I'm going to be entering the jungle on a big day in a bad mood clone. And now the smack-off roster is going to pay for this disrespect. Consider this my official RSVP. It's a dynasty clone! Uh, uh, Jim, I'm, I'm hoping I'm the 98th caller because I'm trying to win the golden nugget because I got the phrase that pays so I can get the free tickets to the spin doctors. Nah, Jim, of course I'm here to RSVP for the 27th smack-off. I'm calling next Friday, not just for myself, not just to bring a title back to town, but also to pay tribute to those select few who came before me who should have won a title but never did 30 pieces of pizza bobby in brooklyn jim my man what's happening brother i think it really is you you said bobo anytime you can call this show anytime jim the only time you're gonna have any peace and quiet this summer is when your head's underwater my advice to you pack a snorkel obviously i'm calling the rsvp but also wanted to say is it just me or does melissa sound smoking hot come on Ah! i just needed to get something a little low level off my chest jim i'm not sure if you've ever seen rich flores's twitter handle at dick flowers i just find that really interesting since i gave both of those things to brad and corona's wife the other night Ah! little bit little bit little bit left He's gone. He's jumped the shark, and Rich Flores is snorting off Ira's song. Book a sugar off Ira's song, yeah! Did, uh, did I get to the part about Tubes getting a backup offer from Krispy Kreme? Yeah, uh, I guess they want to bring him on as the regional director of glazing. Wow. That's a pro strategy. Use the stuff that you know will get you run without consequence. (laughs) Insane. Good to hear from my guy Bobby in Brooklyn. Maybe Terrence from Sierra Madre will finally get satellite radio and RSVP next year. Now, the downside of the smack-off or smack-off season is all the undesirables. You know, the scum of the earth that come out of the woodwork anytime you bring cash, money, paper into the conversation. People start getting delusional. They think that Brad ain't all that. They think Lef is a wuss. 
They think, I can run circles around that psycho Rick in Buffalo. So naturally, our run call percentage goes way the hell up pre-smack off. I called last year about this time, and I got ran twice in a week. And ah! and that makes three. Tyler, you're so hot and buff that BJ in the Bay has a picture of you in his yellow fanny. Ah! I mean, how many BJ references did you think I was going to lie? And if you ever come here, you're going to get to see these big, beautiful oculars that make ladies' garments fall off at a thousand yards. There's cringy, and then there's creepy. It's funny, she referred to me as roadkill when she's actually fly-covered in trails in the middle of the road after jumping in my lane. Oh, and for all you out there asking who writes my calls, simple answer is they write themselves. I'm moving on from this because I'm an alcoholic frog, and I've got bigger fish to fry. Oh, I'm a little peeved right now, but Kim can talk some and you know he's really invested in it he's got a lot of skin in the game not one skin not two skin not three skin but four skin even if being really good at social got you a golden ticket i've got the moxie to pick up the phone unlike ashley in nebraska if that's even your real name now radley you're a father of two children you might want to switch up your abby Sucking on a stove that looks like a jumbo-sized Nathan's dog that Joey Chestnut de-throws every year like he's on Pornhub. Hey, Wells in the 360, don't get your panties in a wad because you can't find your pickles under the chicken. I'm sure that's not the first time you couldn't find your gherkin. Albie was looking around the room like, dude, dude, what's a gherkin? Jeff and Southfield, you're the jungle version of an inbred. And I do not mean inbred like peanut butter and jelly or ham and cheese. I gotta imagine the last time you got laid was probably involved in GBA duct tape rope and a knife. I have listened to Rome as he rants and raves, thinking I'm going to call because I got something to say. And I'm sitting on hold for a part of my day. Then Silk jumps in my because he's celebrity. There's a middle-aged dude on the surf today. Man, I can't wait for smack off season. Those are the jungle kings and queens of pain. And people wonder why I don't bring the hack off back. Why? Seriously. It's because we practically have a two-month hack off every damn time I reference the smack off and that there's a $5,000 prize for it. It's insane. All right, let's go quickly into the month of June. The month of the big event. And Jen in Canton got things rolling with a fitting comp and some language unfit for air. It's like when your husband goes to the bar and he cheats on that three when you're a 10 sitting at home making his dinner. <laughs> you know, there might be something to that, right? Well, yeah. And like I said, I'm from Canton, Ohio, like home of the Browns. Yay. And look how they draft Johnny Manziel. Like we're used to sh- Excuse me. Ooh, like- Jen. Hey, Alvin, once you're done beeping her and running her, rack her. <laughs> Pretty rare. That a call gets run and racked at the same time. War Lady Clones. LeBron and the Lakers were ousted from the playoffs in June. And you might blame injuries or poor depth or flat-out better competition, but I'm going to blame the karma. So didn't have much success versus Suns, so now I am uh, gearing my attention to the Goon Squad here in July. I'm going to let the ankle rest for about a month, and then uh, I'm going to gear up with, with, with uh, Lola, Taz, Granny, Bugs, and the rest of the crew. Extremely terrible form and a much worse movie. This guy goes right from plugging. 
his terrible movie as soon as his terrible Lakers got knocked the hell out. So, yeah, why do you think they got eliminated? The answer is the worst movie of the year. The worst movie ever made, Space Jam 2. That dude wasn't one foot off the floor before he started to promote the worst movie ever made. Such bad form. Braun, I mean, dude, you might be the GOAT, but that is like the worst form ever. And that's the worst movie ever. Hour number three. It's our year in review. It's coming up next. Don't go anywhere.